Hello, I am Annette Renee. Have you been through trauma in your life? Have you been healing and ready to move on now? Are you wanting to go from trauma to adventure and go with confidence? This is for you. This show is called Survivors Traveling Lightly. Good morning, lovelies. I am so thankful that you are here this morning. I am excited about continuing talking about ways to get closer to God and healthier in your relationship with God. I don't know if this will be one episode or two episodes, and then we'll get to have a new topic. I hope your summer is starting off well. I have gotten out of school. I am home and actually have some family visiting. Well, I'm glad to have my mom here in town. We have spent the weekend together and actually tomorrow she's heading back home. I would like to open us up in prayer and then we're going to talk about other things about getting a healthier relationship with Jesus Christ. Dear God, thank you for this time today. Thank you for each person who is listening. Lord Jesus, bless them. You will help them to have ears to hear and an open heart, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will be with those people who are hurting and help to guide them to peace, Lord Jesus, that you will be a light in everyone's life who hears this to get closer to you and closer in our relationship with those around them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We were talking about prayer, two episodes, about how praying helps you have a closer relationship with Jesus and God, and that it works on you having that personal relationship. Today, we're going to talk about worship, Bible reading, time with community, and service. Once we have asked God and Jesus to forgive us of our sins and to help us live a godly life, a life devoted to doing the will of God and Jesus, you get to know Jesus more. You know how much he loves you. He cares so much about each and every one of us. He wants a personal relationship with us. He wants to be close to us, to get to know us better, and for us to get to know him better. One way to do that is through worship. It can be a couple different things. It can be just the praise we talked about when we were talking about doing the prayers. It can be just praising him and thanking him throughout the day for things that are going on, praising him for the beautiful sunlight, the ocean, the fish, because you're still giving your life over to him. If you have not watched The Chosen, it is available on the Angel app. If you have Roku or a TV system that you can get apps on, it's also available on their own channel on YouTube. It portrays so much about Jesus's life and how he interacts And just makes him seem more personal to us in this century and not just stories from the Bible. The Chosen just really has helped me to see more of the personalities and those who are his disciples. We don't know specifically if everything is correct in there. They have tried to do their best biblically and historically and from things that they felt indicated in the Bible to give details about Jesus's life and those who followed him and those who were his disciples and went traveling with him. It's a really good series. They've done two seasons already. They're hoping to get seven done completely. They are recording right now for season three and raising money for season four so that they can get those done. It's all done through donations. That would be a really tangible way to understand more about who Jesus is and about the disciples. It was really an eye-opener with what they've done. Another way of worship, we tend to think of going to church and singing, and that is definitely a way of worship. It's not the only way. Your singing is worship to Him. You're honoring Him. 
but also, like I said, just praising him and talking to him is also a worship. Reading the Psalms out loud, those are poems to God. So those are a form of worship also that we can do. Another way we can get closer to God is through Bible reading. You can actually just get a hands-on Bible and read that. There are some that come with specific devotionals in them. I have a couple different devotional books. I also have a couple of different Bibles. One of the Bibles that I do have is She Reads Truth. I have other ones also. I can't think of their names right now. But there are different devotional Bibles or just small yearly devotionals that you can get. You can also do different Bible studies or devotionals through Version. Different churches will have Bible studies starting at different times. They, some start at the beginning of the summer, and they tend to start around the beginning of the school year in September and the beginning of the school year in January. And then there's just some that you can get online. I know Jenny Allen is doing one right now with her podcast. You can go back and start it earlier when she started it and go through it. It's about making true friendships. Those are some options. When you're reading, sometimes it's hard to just know how to apply it. So to help to apply it, there's a couple different methods. One is the SOAP method. That just breaks it up. SOAP stands for the scripture. So you read your scripture. You can write certain verses that speak to you if you want to at that time. O stands for observation. So what do you observe? What do you feel like spoke specifically to you? A is application. So you apply it to your life. How did it speak specifically to you? What can you change in your life? And then P is prayer. Let me say it real quickly again. SOAP stands for scripture, observance, application, and prayer. That can help you to split up what you read. There are different other applications out there. There are a bunch of them. You can just look and see different ways you can divide it up. You can find different journals out there. I hope to one day have a journal that will help and have a journal that helps going from trauma and getting into the word. You may be wondering which book of the New Testament would be the easiest to read. Hope Church says that the book of John is the easiest and then the book of Luke would be the second easiest. They say for the Old Testament, which is the first two thirds of the Bible, would be Genesis, Psalms, and then Exodus. I would start with John or Luke, which is about two-thirds of the way in the Bibles when the New Testament starts, and read through those. Any version devotional would be a good thing to also read because they split it up. They talk about it. They explain things to you. It's not just reading the Bible straight on your own completely for the first time. I've also been told that First John is easy to understand. It's short. It's only five chapters. It's easy words. It's profound in thought about our relationship with God and with each other. As you're reading the Bible, as you read that part for the day, you can journal the soap out. So go through and read a passage and see what scripture really spoke to me or even just write out, I read Luke 1. And then what do you observe in Luke 1? Is there anything in Luke 1 that I can apply to my life? And then pray about it. Ask God how to apply that to your life that he would help you to make those changes, that you can grow in who you are and what he wants you to learn. You can also just start journaling a few sentences each day. I've tried to journal on and off for at least and got out of college. And I would start like three entries in my journal. And then I would forget that journal and not do any more. I've done really well this year. I've gotten a journal and I'm more than three-fourths of the way done with it. And I've been working on that. And I've There have been times I haven't done it daily. I don't even know if I've done it weekly at times. But there have been times I've journaled, skipped a little bit, came back and journaled. So I'm still in the same journal at least. 
I'm journaling my prayers and asking God what he wants me to do next, where he wants me to go, what he wants me to talk about, what I need to work on this summer, both as far as my own personal health or personal growth, and also for the podcast and my art, where he wants to lead me there. You can start journaling just a few sentences. If you have read the Bible, I get kind of overwhelmed trying to write every sentence of a prayer because then I get so caught up in what I'm writing that I kind of lose where I'm praying. There's also the gratitude journal. I've done this for years where you just write at least three things you're thankful for. This was started by another lady. She wrote a thousand gifts. She was struggling with some things. So she started writing out three things she was grateful for every day. It ended up helping her focus on better things, to focus on God, praise, and be grateful for things. At least I challenge you to start there. Or even if you just want to, when you're praying or once you read a devotional, write out two or three sentences about what spoke to you in those times and those things. I've done that on my phone app too. I will copy and paste parts of the devotional that have meant something to me and then the Bible verses and maybe even highlight some of it. I don't unfortunately tend to go back on those as much as I would like. I don't know the perfect system for me yet. I've not figured that out. I do enjoy the prayer journal I've been doing this year. It's different lengths. Sometimes I just write a page or two. Sometimes I've written four or five pages. It just depends on how in-depth I'm praying. It depends on what I am asking God about, how long those entries are. I also encourage you to pray with others. The Bible says, if two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am also. That is in Matthew 18, 19 and 20. So praying together with others, it helps you to have accountability. It helps you to have somebody praying with you. I know he has been there in my prayers just by myself, just when I'm in my room by myself praying. But it also says, um, confess your sins to one another and be healed. That is also another place for us to be in community, to be with others, to help others pray, and to get to know what's going on in other people's lives. And we've already talked about prayer in the previous two episodes. So if you did not listen to those, go back and listen to those. And those are more different styles of prayer. We also have community. Community has become very big in my life. Since I've gotten divorced, there's been times it's been really hard to go to church by myself. I don't want to go and just sit by myself. You sit there with all these families together and then there you are. I don't want to do that. I don't want to just sit there by myself. I am part of two different community groups or life groups. We do meals together. We talk about the Bible together. We pray for each other. We meet once a month with those. We also have different Bible studies at church that I go to. Being in community, having people who are further along in the faith than you are, or having people that you can talk about your faith with and grow in your faith with, it's really important being able to learn from them and have them just be there for you and help you and guide you is important. Having people that you can call on when you need something. I was able to call a friend to get a kayak. I've been wanting a kayak, but I had wanted a kayak and there was one I loved that was for $200 and I missed buying it. I was really kind of frustrated and I'd been kind of almost given up and praying about it and you know, trying to figure out how to do it. And I went over to Walmart one day to buy something before we went to Ure. And then I was going to buy a drink for a friend from Panera's and take it to her. As I was pulling up to Walmart, there was this beautiful purple kayak. 
and I thought it could fit in my car. wasn't sure, but I knew it was a God thing. I wanted it, so I was going to try to put it on hold, but evidently Walmart doesn't put things on hold anymore like that. I was going to try to get it in my car, and the guys were both like, we can't do that. There's no way it'll fit in your car. I called one of my community group families that live really near us and asked the wife if her husband could come pick up my kayak. And he was there and he was available. So he came over and picked it up, put it in the back of his pickup truck and just took it to their house because I could get it from their house to mine later. I just had to get a different car. My son's back opens up so I could slide it in the back of his SUV and get it home. I just couldn't do that with my car. So he was willing to come up. It wasn't far from his house, maybe two miles. He was willing to come up and get my kayak for me and take it back to their house. And it was very sweet and very helpful because I was afraid it'd be gone. And it was purple. And if you know me, purple is my favorite color. They were able to get the purple kayak home to their house and then home from it. Since then, I've gotten bars that unfortunately cost more than the kayak. And that was a shock because I expected them to be about $45. But I've taken it out. A few times. I've not taken it out yet this year, and I need to do that. It's really peaceful, and I love being out on the water. It's really enjoyable. That's one of the ways my community helped me. They've been there to pray for me. They've been there just to love on me. I've gone out and done things with different people in my community group. We have had game nights at their houses. Just time to hang out and be friends. And then there's also serving. Serving is another thing that you can do to be in community with other people. You can all go serve somewhere. I am currently doing service once a month. It's a home for homeless women, and they have to have children to be there. And so each of the women has at least one child. I'm going and helping people do art and just loving on them and being there for them. We go in and encourage the mothers and love on the children depending upon which art activity we're doing, give the mothers kind of a break while we watch the kids or as the mom interacts with the kids, try to interact also and just encourage them. That is one way of growing community too, because you get your people in there and you get to know them. You get to hang out with them and serve with them and help other people with them and not be stuck in yourself. So if you are still struggling, that is a good way to just not be thinking about yourself to be helping others, be putting yourself out there and working on making their day happy and get your mind off of your own troubles. Early on going through the divorce, my counselor had me go to their church and help give out candy at their October festival. And just that time of giving to other people and serving other people, instead of being stuck in my mind, to be able to give to others, to see other people out and making connections to love on the little kids that were there. I was able to meet new friends from that. It helped me to get out and to serve people and to get out of my own head. So those are different things that can help you have a better relationship with God and Jesus. You can worship. You can read your Bible or have a devotional on verse. You can journal and write about what you've learned. Journal your prayers. You can have fellowship with other people in community who are in the Christian community, some who are further along to help lift you up. And you can serve together going to a food bank, putting the food in order. You can go to different mission organizations throughout the city. You can go help them do what they're doing. There's a place in Jinx. It's called Jinx Cares. And it just takes all the donations from around the Jinx area. They have English classes there. Help those who don't speak English as their first language. So I'm sure there's stuff that you can go and work there. Sort the shelves out. Donate stuff there. So those are things you can do with your community group. The things we've talked about that you can do to get closer to God. Again, you can worship. You can praise Him. You can sing worship songs. You can read your Bible. You can do that 
doing devotionals in your Bible or devotionals or a new version, you can also get little devotionals. You can use the SOAP method on how to do devotionals. You can journal about what's special in your devotional. You can journal three or more things you're grateful for each day. You can journal a prayer and you can start with just a few sentences. You can also find community and fellowship, people to hang out with that are Christians, that want to learn the Bible, that want to grow in their faith, and you can serve with those people at different locations. So I thank you for being here. I am going to just leave you with a quote. It says, God is our rock, our strength, our courage, and one faith step at a time, we grow closer to him. Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly today. I hope this has touched your heart. If it has, please come over to Instagram or Facebook and let me know. Thank you for being here today. Have a blessed day. Please subscribe if you have not already so that you will know when our next podcast comes out. Also, if you would please give us a five-star review that would help other people to get to see the podcast. Please also share it with your friends. Thank you for listening to Survivors Traveling Lightly.